Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. We get carried away into folly when we lose sight of the bigger picture. Galatians chapter 2, 11 through 15. Now, when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, If you, being a Jew, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? Sometimes people are pressured into acting out of character, in participating in practices that they know are not right. Sometimes we allow ourselves to be drawn into prejudices and hypocrisies and we end up displaying attitudes that we later must repent of. Sometimes the very ones you love, the authority figure you have always respected are the source of the influence that pulls you into the greatest folly that is displeasing to God. There is a constant need for us to be vigilant as to what? or who is influencing our motives at every given moment. Barnabas was a good man, who was full of the Holy Ghost and of faith. Acts 11 verse 24. He was a very prominent figure in the New Testament church. He was named an apostle with Paul. Acts 14 verse 14. He was a Levite and of the country of Cyprus. His real name was Joseph, or Joseph, but he was nicknamed surnamed Barnabas, which means the son of consolation. He was given this name because of his constant practice of bringing people together who were normally at odds with each other. Soon after Paul's conversion, it was Barnabas who first connected him to the apostles. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Acts 9, 26 and 27. When the gospel work was prospering in Antioch, he was sent there to encourage the heart of the brethren. Acts 11, 22. When he came, and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them with all and encouraged them all with the purpose of heart that they should continue with the Lord. Acts eleven twenty three. He then went and fetched Paul, Saul from Tarsus, and, and, and brought him back to help with the work there. Acts eleven twenty five twenty six. Because of his attitude to not give up on anyone. He wanted to reinstate his nephew, John Mark, into the missionary work, for he had earlier departed from him and Paul on their first missionary journey, Acts 13.13. 13. 
This caused him, Barnabas, and Paul to have strong disagreement. Acts 15, 37 to 40. This man, Barnabas, was a good man. He was a kind-hearted kind -hearted gentleman who loved the Lord and loved the work of the gospel ministry. He and Paul were, were even... He and Paul were even set apart to work together in the ministry to the Gentiles. Acts 13, verse 2, Galatians 2, verse 9. But in this situation, recorded in Galatians 2, 11 to 15, Barnabas was carried away into the demonstrating of hypocrisy and prejudice. Peter had come over to Antioch to see the work that was going on there, and he was greatly impressed. He mingled freely with the Gentile converts, eating with them and fellowshipping with them in Christian love. He himself had had his experience where God instructed him in vision. What God has cleansed, you must not call common. Acts 10, 15. And at Cornelius' house, he, Peter, said, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company company with or to go to one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Acts 10, 28. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Acts 10, 34-35. After Peter witnessed the Spirit poured out upon Cornelius and his household, he baptized them. And upon returning to Jerusalem, he was, he was accosted by the apostles and brethren there for taking the word to the Gentiles. Up to that point, they still thought the gospel was only to be preached to the Jews. Saying, you went into, you went into the uncircumcised men and ate with them. Acts 11 verse 3. In his own defense... Peter told of his experience, and when they heard these things, they, become, they became silent and they glorified God. Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. Acts 11 verse 18. They were very surprised. What Christ told them clearly in Acts chapter 1, they did not understand. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Acts 1 verse 8. Somehow, they thought they should only be ministering to the Jews who were dispersed all over the world. Is it possible that there is still a lot that the church is still not understanding today, even though we are reading the clear word of scripture? Is it possible? So after receiving this grand revelation from God, Peter in Antioch fellowshiped well with the Gentile converts, that is, until his Jewish friends arrived. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles, but when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. Galatians 2 verse 12. This behavior influenced others to do the very same. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. Galatians 2 verse 13. Thank God, there was a Paul to rebuke this evil. But when I saw 
that they were not straightforward about the word, about the God, the truth of the gospel. I said to Peter before them all, if you being a Jew live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? Galatians 2 verse 14. What kind of an influence are we giving? What is it that is influencing our motives? Do we rebuke the folly, nip it in the bud when we see it, or do we allow it to grow out of proportion? What are the subtle undertones or the strong overtones that we use to wield our influence? Do they promote straightforwardness about the truth of the gospel, or do they promote folly? Are we allowing ourselves to be moved by a competitive spirit in the work of the Lord? Are we trying always to prove that we are the very best? Are we divisive and filled with prejudice against others because they are different from us? Do we cause this attitude to spread to others? How can we be absolutely sure that God is pleased with us in what we do? But what exactly was Peter's problem? For a time, he lost sight of the bigger picture. The bigger picture is God's picture. The bigger picture transcends the exclusive mindset of Jewish thinking. It is a picture of salvation by grace to every nation, kindred, and people. It is a picture that is bigger than the personal image and self, bigger than personal image and self-interest. This was not the first time that Peter was losing sight of the bigger picture. He did so on the night that Jesus was arrested. At that time, he denied knowing his Lord in his bid for self-preservation. But one sad look from Jesus brought him to a tearful and agonizing repentance. And in this instance, a forceful and public rebuke from Paul brought him again to his senses. What will it take to help us not to lose sight of the bigger picture, God's picture? What will it take to help us see the bigger picture if we have not yet seen it? It is when we start focusing on the bigger picture that we start comprehending the vastness of grace and the utter simplicity of the complex, scene, complex themes of salvation. Seeing the bigger picture of God's plan teaches us that we really have nothing by which we can promote ourselves to God and no matter how good our work is, we have nothing over another man. For everyone who is saved is saved by grace. No one is saved because he or she deserved to, deserves to be saved. Barnabas, the son of consolation, he too lost sight of the bigger picture. That is why he got carried away into hypocrisy and prejudice. The one who was known for always bringing people together and pacifying toxic situations was himself led into animosity and dishing out hurt and discouragement. Let us not lose sight of the bigger picture, God's picture. Because when we do, we get carried away into politicking and compromise, and we are no longer straightforward with the truth of the gospel. Oh God, please search us and help us. Cleanse our heart and free us from all hypocrisy, prejudice, and competitiveness. Help us to be truly like Jesus. Help us to reflect his grace, to reflect your love, and to reflect your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters.